Okay, it's Rhyme Tov. We continue in the Sefer Das Asviros. And last Friday, we just began the Mida of Chesed, of kindness. We explained the difference between kindness and mercy. That kindness is something that comes from the essence of the person, doesn't need an external, external motivator, while mercy comes from an external motivation where you see a person in a very bad state, and that ignites the mercy. Well, kindness is an essential characteristic of the person. Just like God, everything that comes from God is all because of kindness. Olam chesed yibana. So therefore, the human being, the Jew, is built at his core to do chesed. And therefore, we ended off and said that a person who engages in Torah without doing chesed, it's like he doesn't have a God. Why? Because the whole idea of the Torah it's to do chesed to everyone in the world, and that's the source of the entire world, and all the knowledge that we learn is in order to do chesed. So that's what we're basically up to as of last week. And now we get into more ideas of what this is saying over here. And the first point is that when one does an act of chesed, it has to happen through what we call bitol hachomer, nullifying the physicality. And what does that mean? So generally, a person by nature, the physical, gross human being, by nature is self-centered and doesn't want to help anybody because the person by his physical nature only thinks about himself. Okay, that's before we're getting into any spiritual levels over here. And if he'll do something good to somebody else, it's only because he benefits from it. And this is what we call the chesed of the non-Jewish world. As the rabbis say the following quote, chesed le'umim chatos, the kindness of the non-Jews is sinful. And we understand this so well because you, 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 you see what an idea of kindness. Last week in Thornhill, in Thornhill, there was a secular reformed Jew who was given, uh, the doctor said to him, you are going to go blind. He wasn't blind, he was going to go blind. He went to his doctor, he said, I'd like an assisted suicide, and he gave it to him like that. Much to the uh, uh, chagrin of the religious cousins in the family. Okay, so this is kindness. What was assisted suicide? What? How did they kill him? You give him an inject, lethal injection. I don't want to put up. He's not wasn't even blind yet. Maybe his vision was a little not, blurry. Not taking off off of support. Actually, no, no. It, yeah. This is what assisted suicide is. So now, if you ask the doctor, I'm doing him the greatest kindness, right? But that now, don't forget, the doctor is covered by OHIP, and that means your tax dollars are going to the, to kill people. But anyway, but that's what it means. The kindness. They don't understand, the only kindness a non-Jew understands is what's in it for him. Now, it could be something a little more ethereal. I feel good doing kindness. Oh, but if you don't feel good, you don't do kindness, right? So it's all focused on themselves. The whole <laughs> kindness is inward focused. No one is gonna be kind altruistically. There's gotta be a, um, 
uh, what's the word, a stimulus for this. That's the false chesed. Jewish chesed needs no stimulus. It's, it's default. We don't even think. We do kindness. That's it. And what happens is, so now we'll see in a minute how this exactly happens, but the more that a person does an act of kindness without any ulterior motives, it strengthens his ability to nullify the self-centeredness that he has and that divine point of kindness that's hidden inside of him gets more refined. So therefore, as a Jew, and we'll see exactly how this has to happen. We're going to get to that shortly. But the more, it's a virtuous circle. The more kindness you do, the, that's done altruistically, the stronger that muscle of chesed gets. And you can do more and more and more of that without thinking at all. Why? Because every time you do the kindness, you're putting your ego last. When you keep doing that repetitive over and over, I'm not, it's not about me. I'll be my father. I'll give in. I'll do, I'll go out of my way to do kindness. Okay, it could be hard in the beginning because to, 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 to not give yourself what you want, it could get hard, no question about it. But the more you do it, the more you do it, the more you do it, it's like a muscle. Just like lifting weights is hard, but the more you do it, the stronger it gets. The more kindness will breed more kindness. And we'll see exactly what the mechanics of that is shortly. So this is what ultimate chesed is. It's going into your natural ability, just like God's kindness. God is not kind for an ulterior motive. There's no alternative. He gets nothing out of being kind to us. And we have that ability and God instinctively, so I don't like to use the word instinctively for God because it's of instincts, but God's essence is just kindness. That's it. Intrinsic, whatever. And, and a Jew has, that's the image of God. But as a Jew, but God is not a body. We do. So we have to overcome that second part, the body's natural resistance to want to do something that's not in his own benefit. <laughs> Giving someone a stranger a thousand dollars is not in my benefit. Now, I'm not saying you have to do that all the time, but when it's necessary, you would do such a thing. And there's all kinds of stories of tzaddikim who would do this all the time. And once you have this, there's other words that go with this, such as kindness brings joy that's what Zohar Kaddish says that when you do kindness it has to be with simcha why? because the Pasuk says Yismach Hashem b'masav. Hashem has joy with what he does and since God is the ultimate Baal Chesed the one who gives kindness so there is joy in God's giving which that becomes the idea, for example, Simchas Chasen Vakala, the joy of a Chasen Vakala, that the Chasen, he is happy because he is spreading his uh, self and connecting and giving to the Kala. And that is the essence of the Simcha that's expressed when a person is able to expand himself. In other words, you have your reality, and now by being kind to others, what are you doing? That's a feeling of expansiveness, broadness. And a person 
generally feels happy because that's his innate nature is to expand. And when you expand, that makes you bigger and better. While sadness and depression is contraction. So when a person is filled with spirituality of kindness, he feels joy because his spiritual entity is expanding in an infinite way. There's no limits to that. But when a person sunken into physicality that's full of boundaries, therefore the person becomes sad. When a person, therefore, when he does something good to somebody else, he's happy with the giving, in spite of the fact that he's losing money. So why is he happy? But we have to say, remember, what's going on is that point of giving, that point of joy overcomes the point of selfishness in the person. You're developing a divine quality that makes you more like your creator. Person is joyful when he does what he's meant to do. And what are we as Jews meant to do? To emulate the creator, to act in a divine way. And that's what spirituality is. The definition of spirituality is to go beyond our natural physical boundaries and to behave in a divine way, in a limitless way. And that brings the simcha, because he's saying, I have now done a divine thing. And now that giving has just opened myself up in the greatest way possible. So it might be difficult when you're starting it, but when you finish and you see you've accomplished it, you have a great simcha in that. Again, the simcha is a spiritual simcha, that's an infinite simcha. You are now, you have touched the infinite qualities of God as opposed to a physical thing. So you're eating a great uh, uh, pizza. Okay, that's only gives you joy for a moment. Then it stops. The pizza's gone. You haven't done anything for the world or for yourself. You haven't done anything godly. You acted like an animal. So it tasted good on the way down. And then it stops. So what's next? You're depressed. What can I do next to be happy? Well, if you're a person of simcha, you can say, I've done simcha, what can I do next? I can do more simcha. There's no shortages of doing of, of doing chesed. It's never a shortage of doing chesed. It's source how much pizza you could eat. If you have the money, the problem is that then you have to get more expensive pleasures. Then you run out of money. But spiritual things, it's it's never ending. And therefore, you've, you, we always associate chesed with simcha. If there's no simcha, at the end of the day, you have not yet reached that level of chesed. And therefore, we now connect another idea that a person who does chesed, yes, as we've said, gives birth to himself this midah of chesed. And uh, because you, you develop greater feelings to want to bestow kindness to others. And now this now gives us the comparison of chesed, the kinesh chesed, to love. As we said this morning in the Gemara class, we quoted the Pasuk in Micha. The end of Micha, the prophet Micha says, I will tell you, man, what is good and what God seeks from you, but only three things, doing justice and love of kindness. And the third one is to walk humbly with God. It doesn't say do kindness. It says, Ahavas chesed, loving kindness. 
Because besides the action of, I can do an act of kindness, but I could hate it. Shem doesn't want that. He wants loving kindness. That's really, Gemilus Chassad is incorrectly translated as loving kindness. It's not. Um, Gemilus is to go male, is to bestow. Avas Chassad means exactly loving kindness. I'm loving to do the kindness. So besides the act of this, I also have to love to do the kindness. And that's the connection between kindness and love. Because what is chesed again? Chesed is expanding yourself. When you expand yourself and you touch someone else with your kindness, you are bonding with him, you're becoming one with him, echad, which is the gematria of love. Love means to feel at one with someone else. As you see yourself in that other person and you feel that connection, and that is what love is. Okay, so therefore chesed is not just an action of kindness to another, but it has to have a feeling of I'm bonding with the person. I feel it. Why am I helping this person? Because he's really an extension of me and I'm an extension of him. And when you do that, you make yourself bigger. You grow. And that's by nature a happy experience. When a person expands himself, that is, and not at anyone else's expense, but rather altruistically, that is what kindness is. Now comes a very uh, idea that seems to be ironic, but has to be true. So to be able to accomplish this chesed, one of the great Kabbalists says, you have to realize there are, um, there's something called uh, chasodim, kindnesses, and gvuros, and power. Okay? And although kindness in, in definition means the connection between the giver and the receiver, kindness means giver, receiver. What is gvura? What is control? It's usually distance, a separation between the giver and the receiver. That's usually what control is. But very interestingly, and therefore chesed is considered, comes from the element of water, because water connects, just like you have, let's say, dough and a flower. A lot of flowers all over the place. Put some water, it all gets connected. Water is a great connector, okay? Kvura, control, is fire. What does control do? It separates things. So what does fire do? It takes a, a piece of paper, you burn it up, what does it turn into? Ashes that fall into little bitty pieces. So you had a piece of paper that's now a bunch of little bitty, bitty pieces. So it, by nature, the elements of kindness is water and control is fire. So very interestingly, the Kabbalah said every action of kindness, whether it is a physical action of giving to another or an intellectual one, let's say giving a class and teaching Torah to someone else, the beginning of that comes from an arousal from your mind to do what? Through the power of gvura, of control and strength. What does that mean? Because the truth of the matter is, remember, person really is first into himself. It's how to get out of yourself. You gotta push yourself away. You have to have the control to make yourself small, to separate yourself from the equation. That takes a certain gvura, 
because remember the the homeostasis is I think about myself I think about myself I think about myself I can't think about others when I'm thinking about myself now that means think about others means kindness expansion water but what I got to do I've got to first shut myself down and that takes a gvura so to speak to 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 break the the ego okay and you put boundaries on the ego remember gvura is control controlling something so what I, have, I have to take my ego and control it forget about your ego tie it up there is no ego what do you mean it's no it's pushed up now what's left the ego's gone now i'm prepared to do kindness very important idea. If you just want to do kindness and you haven't started with that gvura, you're going to go fall to the slope of what's in it for me. Then it's not kindness at all. It's a superficial kindness. It's not. Because it's really just being kind to you. So you've got to have the gvura to stop that selfishness. And when that gets pushed down, then you're able to expand to others. So that's it. Just knowing in the practical ways, because if you're gonna you want to say, okay, I'm so inspired, I want to do chesed, you gotta say, hold on, you gotta you gotta cut down the ego. Without cutting down the ego, you won't be able to do this kind of chesed. Now we get to a very important idea. There are two conflicting verses in the prophets that the Gemara Psachim deals with. One pasuk says, Ki godol ad shemaim chastecha. Hashem, your kindnesses are as great until the heavens. Your kindness goes until the heavens. Another Pasuk says that God, your kindness is above the heavens. So which one is it? Is your kindness up to the heavens or above the heavens? So the Gemara says the difference is if it is done lishma for the sake of the kindness, or if it's done shalolishma, not for the sake of the kindness. So let's explain what that means. There's two ways of bringing chesed from Hashem, and it certainly it's going to relate to the two ways that we do chesed. Okay? Because Hashem responds to us the way we behave. So really what we're saying is, depending on the chesed we do, Hashem is our shadow. Depending on how we behave, Hashem responds the same way. So there's two parts when you do a mitzvah. One is the actual action that you do. And the second is the thoughts that you have that are connected to the mitzvah that you're doing. We can call that the nishama of the mitzvah. And therefore, when a person just does the action, fine, he's just got an action. But it doesn't have a lot of soul in it. That's when you say lishma for the sake of the mitzvah and shalom lishma not for the sake of the mitzvah. So therefore, if a person just does a kindness, he does it uh, robotically. He doesn't really think much about it. So Hashem says, okay, I'll, I'll give him a kindness to and I won't think much about it either. When the person starts thinking that I am doing a mitzvah Hashem, I am emulating the Almighty, I am nullifying myself. I'm not even thinking about one thing for myself. I want this all to be for the benefit of the person. I want to totally emulate a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Then the Hashem sends that kind of kindness down. And what we call that is kindness beyond nature. 
Because for a human being to be that kind, he has to go out of his nature. We just do kindness, we don't even think about it. And we just do it automatically, that's nice. But you're not really thinking about what you're doing. Are you thinking that I am an extension of God and I am emulating Hashem and I'm nullifying my selfishness and it's all about me being totally connected with Hashem? Then, then you've created an energy where the connection of Hashem is so strong, He sends down kindnesses to you that are beyond, beyond nature. And therefore, we could say that the action is the body of the mitzvah and the thought is the soul of the mitzvah. So therefore, if you just have your body in it, so God sends you a body of chesed. It could be good, it could be maybe not so good. But if you want God to send the soul of kindness, then there can never be any evil in it at all. It has to be perfectly beyond any, any problems. So we can see very well there's a great connection between Hashem's kindness to us and the kind of behavior that we have. Very important idea. And therefore, what we have to remember, it's not enough to do chesed. We have to be chesed. That's the difference. It's not I'm just doing an action. I'm doing a kindness. You are kindness. You're a piece of kindness. And that piece of kindness only knows one thing. Expand, expand, expand. That's what's inside me. There's no calculations. Now we'll have to see how other spheros have to help us out because you can't, if you go overboard, you're gonna spoil people. But the core has to be, it's not about me. I'm totally emulating Hashem and I'm just pouring on that kindness. Why? Because that is my default position. Now I'm reading uh, recently, or now, uh, the story of Rav Shimshin Pincus, Zichrona Levracha, a great tzaddik who uh, was uh, born in America and uh, American boy, but lived most of his life in Eretz Yisrael. He was the big rabbi in Ofakim. And he tragically died in a car accident, Erev Pesach, about 20 years ago. And it talks about his kindness. First of all, he's an incredible Talmud Chacham, beyond belief, beyond belief. But his kindness was like a default position. He would go to people, and if he would hear that somebody needed, let's say, to go, uh, let's say he needed to deliver something to Yerushalayim. And Yerushalayim is a big place. You could be going to Yerushalayim in one place, and it could take you 45 minutes to get to another place. So when he would hear a person say, oh, I wonder where I get this thing by Yerushalayim, he would say, oh, what a, what a coincidence. I'm going to Yerushalayim in a half an hour. If you like, I'll take it for you. And he did this often. But somehow later they found out he, he never was going to Yerushalayim. Never was. But when he heard that someone needed it, now he's going to Yerushalayim. But you see what happened is, he, if, if, if I would say to you, will you take the show line? He's going to say, well, I'm really not going there. So, but I'll do you a favor. Now what happened? Feels bad. What? Not only feels bad, he owes me now. I've created an IOU. That's not chesed. If I say, I'm going there anyway, it's not much of a bother. They said, well, if you're going anywhere, why not take it? And what happens is the recipient doesn't realize how much kindness the guy was really doing. Got to remember, God does kindness so well, we don't even know he does it. 
Your heart pumps so well without any problems. Everything, and God just keeps doing it. And therefore, everybody says it's their good, healthy lifestyle. It's their nature. It's this and that. When God just keeps doing it whatever, without stopping, and he's thrilled to do it. Can you imagine if he would be like Darth Vader? When you, when anybody will want to argue with Darth Vader, what does he do? For a second, he gets you to stop breathing. And you're choking to death till you capitulate. Hashem could do that easily. And we know that he's the one giving us. But Hashem says, that's not my game plan. My game plan is to continuously give kindness where I'm not getting anything out of it. And it's totally because I want to give and I want to give in a way that nobody feels bad at all about the giving. That's such a, that is divine kindness. And that's what Avram Avinu, the whole stories of Avram Avinu was like that. Avram Avinu did not make decisions who to be kind to. Oh, for this person, it's worth it to be kind to. No, it was three Arabs who we would never think to want to do kindness to them. It was after his circumcision. And so why is he looking to do kindness? Because he can't live without doing kindness. And he does, and, he, and he's telling people, you know, just come outside. I'm already making a barbecue, so you can come in anyway. You know, it's not like he brought him into the house and they feel that they're imposing. It's a whole shirm we gave on Avram Avinu. Sad Avram Avinu know how to do that kindness because he learned from God. The fact that the whole world can believe there is no God and God's doing all that, so he's not imposing himself on others. He's doing it as, as strict kindness. So now what we have to do is we have to go against our gross, our bodies don't want to be kind. Our souls do. So now we have to overcome the body. And therefore, we got to push down the ego. When we push down the ego, then our souls can do what they naturally are built to do. And they're naturally built to do it. And the more we do it, we strengthen the spiritual chesed muscles. And then it gets to a point where it's just totally automatic, instant, and you're just looking for another opportunity. A lot of times we have situations in life where a person will tell a group of people he needs a favor. And like everyone demurs until one sucker will do it. And you're hoping that somebody will do it. And if nobody doesn't, it's okay, I'll do it. But the idea is when you say you need a favor, the, the Baal Chesed jumps. And you know why? Because he feels you're doing him a favor. Before you why? Why is he doing me a favor? Because if there's an opportunity of Chesed, I have an opportunity to flex my, my Chesed muscles. If I don't, if there's no one needing a favor, they're going to get, uh, what's the word, but you don't use uh, your muscles, a word for it. Atrophy. Atrophy. My chesed muscle will atrophy. So I got to do well, at least five, ten chesed, just like you're supposed to exercise, even a little bit, just, you know, do neck exercises and, 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 and stretch your foot. So you got to do chesed exercises every day. How can you, a lot of rabbis said that they wouldn't begin to eat breakfast unless they done one chesed in the day already. Why? Because if you don't do it, you'll lose it. So what's the big deal? Because that's to be who I'm meant to be. And that brings you simcha and love, and everybody loves you. So that's why it's not, you're not, they're not doing you, you're not doing anybody a favor. That's such an important idea. We all think we're doing people favors, aren't we? My oh my, what a fine guy I was. I went out of my way to help that person. No, no, no. That person did you the favor. And now they have that opportunity to help. That strengthened your muscle. Now, does a non-Jew think that way? No way. They don't think that way. At best, if a person's in trouble, 
and there's nobody else to help, okay, they'll help. Virtue signaling. What? Virtue signaling. Signaling that you're a good person. Or whatever, could be. But but to do things that, I'm not going that way, so I can't do you the favor. That means you're not interested in strengthening the muscle. Now, when we deal with chesed, what's the gematria of chesed? The numerical value of chesed is ches samach dalid. Ches is eight, samach is 60, dalid is four, which is number 72. As we said in one of the earlier classes, of the holy numbers that reflect the name of Hashem is 72. And what makes it so special? Because we said the name of Hashem, Yud, Hey, Vav, Hey, every letter can be spelled out like Yud is Yud, Vav, Dalid. So that equals 20. And um, Hey is Hey, Yud is 15. Twice is 30 is 50. And Vav is Vav, Yud, Vav is 22. And it gets to 72. That filling of Hashem's name of 72, that's the highest number that you can have. And this conduct of this kind of chesed, where is it focused from? Now let's remember our triads. Okay? We have, uh, we have, we have keser, chachma bina, or chachma bina das. Okay, what's the next level? Chesed. What's Chesed right under? Chachma. Chesed comes from that area called Chachma, which we said is the Abba. And the fact that a person is sourced in doing Chesed comes from what? Chachma. What do we say about Chachma? It's in the information that's limitless. Limitless. There's no end for that information. Okay, so, and that's what's being revealed in the Keser. But how does it come into action? It comes into action through kindness. And that's why, who do we call, who is called a Chosid, a pious person? A Chosid has the three letters of Chesed, with what letter is added? The letter of Yud, which is symbolic of Chachma. So therefore, the Chosid is the person who's using his unlimited chachma in a divine way to figure out how to expand his behavior towards other people. So that's why if you're not, if you're low on the chachma area, you're not gonna know where to put your chesed. Remember, chachma is Torah, Torah's chesed. The Torah's gotta be a Torah of chesed. You're learning all this information, so you can do chesed, and that's how it all fits in. So now we just gotta do one last thing. What's the corruption of chesed? Everything's got a corruption, right? So if what's the corruption? The corruption of chesed is the klipa, the shell, that's the falseness of Yishmael, of Yishmael. Remember, Avram was chesed, he had two children, Yishmael and Yitzchak. Yitzchak develops kvura. Yishmael corrupts Avram's chesed. And what is the way towards that? Remember, we're talking that's just superficial. That chesed, the Yishmol, is the superficial, but not the inner one, okay? Where there's no actual giving. Remember, the superficial chesed is you're doing it for yourself. What is the greatest exp- ex- ex- um, expression of taking the chesed the wrong way? It is adultery. It is sins of immorality. Because when it says about a person should not sleep with his sister, 
Don't do it because it's chesed. Kindness? Yes, the corruption of kindness. He figures, oh, I'm doing my sister a favor. She has trouble having any dates, so I'll rape her. If all these incest, you know how much incest goes on in the world? You'd be surprised. You would be surprised how much incest goes on. And they're thinking they're doing a favor. You know, my sister is not attractive and this doesn't get any guys, so I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do her a favor. But it's not. I'm, I'm connecting with someone else. I'm attaching myself to someone else. But really, you're just selfish for yourself. And that's why you find very interesting. That's what Yishmol is. Yishmol, it's called a pair of He, any kindness he does is self-serving. So what do you know is one of the big kindnesses in the Arabs? They take guests. But they only take guests so that they will be able to be guests as well. And they take guests so they can, part of the guests are, they provide you, they'll either provide them with your wife or he'll provide you with his wife. You know, because we're kind to each other. Or they rub you We share our wives. Like, why not? Just share everything. It's a kindness, a self-centered kindness. And why does that end itself in the worst thing? What do you mean? Oh, you know, this woman, she, her husband doesn't understand her. He's so busy. I'm going to give her love and attention and kindness. You're a selfish pig. That's all you are. But it looks like kindness. He loves me. He cares about me. Yeah, because your husband's too busy working to pay for all the bills to make sure you have a nice house. And this gigolo is able to have all this time to be kind to you because he doesn't work for a living. So the corruption of that is immorality. And that's why America was a, a country of kindness. But as it gets corrupted, the kindness is gone. Any kindness is wickedness. And now it becomes immorality is where that happens. So therefore, there you can see where the warning signals are and how to develop a divine chesed. Okay, finished chesed. Tomorrow we'll start gvura. Thank you. Okay.